Dungeons.tech is essential for running my D&D games. With just the click of a button, I can generate as much as a whole city, complete with shops and NPCs, or as little as a single NPC. Let's take a look at it now. One of the NPCs is Libby Herman, a neutral, evil, half-orc rogue that is very charismatic. <laughs> that sounds fun to play with. Go to Dungeons.tech to learn more about how you can make the most of your time as a DM. Hey, I'm Jackson. And I'm Dylan. Join us as we play D&D Adventures from the community. We'll play an hour of a campaign we found online, and we'll let you know what we think about it. So, Cole, what'd you, what's, uh, how was your week last week? I almost said, how was your week, but um, it's Monday. Last week. It's all right. On a disc golf tournament last weekend. Dude, yeah, Devin told me that. That's exciting. Yeah. You played? <laughs> yeah, Devin and I played a doubles tournament, and we ended up winning. It was the nice. right edition, but yeah. It was like 80 little... bucks. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> let me tell you about this. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so we were told that it was a cash prize. Like, it never said anything otherwise. Uh-huh. And we went to uh, D-Mart that's where they said they were going to leave all the prize stuff for to pick up whenever you wanted and uh, so we get there Devin goes get talk to talk to the guy and he's like yeah the prize stuff is over there in the back he's like just go your name's on the bag just go get it I was like is the cash just back there and he's like no it's paid out in plastic so you get 80 dollars in discs yeah they gave us four discs two each and their disc I've never heard of. So I'm not, I'm never going to throw them. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's garbage. It was awful. I'm so mad. Maybe you could try to sell them as like tournament winning discs. Yeah. Hype them up. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that, professionals. That sucks. I'm sorry. It's all right. We still got to, we got to win. Yeah. It's on your record. It's not, but <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. ordered a new uh, chair this week. Hmm. Swivel on it real quick. Does it make noise? No, this is my old one. It, oh. It's super squeaky. I got a <laughs> uh, an ergo with some nice lumbar support because I'm getting old. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that should be coming in soon. Um, Jackson, guess guess what chair I'm sitting in? That red one from the mall. The Dillard's trash can. Yeah. Whenever we went to the mall that way. I was thinking about that the other day. You still have that thing? Bro, it is disgusting. <laughs> I still have it. It was disgusting when you first got it. We got out of a dumpster. I don't know. That's awesome that you still have I, it. Yeah. It's yeah. I I wanna buy a new chair. I just don't wanna I don't know, man. It's hard to bite the bullet, I guess. Yeah. I bought this one and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like race one. car, racing chair. Emerge. I don't know. It was Staples brand. No, that's what I I got a Staples chair. Sweet. Yeah, it was on sale. I got it for like 130 or something. Nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Hey, yeah, I this episode it. is sponsored by Staples. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. No. I so would, uh, I'll I'll buy a chair. If if we get a <laughs> staple sponsor, yeah, I send, guess send us to. some chairs and we'll uh, we'll review them. Yeah, cool, cool beans. Um, I have to give a uh, a, a preface. Um, I'm not good at accents at all, but I'm going to try to do character voices just to uh, t- to help distinguish 
when I'm in character. Jackson, did you do anything fun or of note this last week? This last week? Yeah. Wow. Or this weekend? What What about this weekend? They had a CrossFit uh, competition in Oklahoma City. And Uh, your wife joined? No, she's she's doing bodybuilding. Mm, So you joined? You did? No. We watched for 10 minutes, then we went and got lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. Not much... uh, we didn't really do anything else. What'd you do? I worked on Dungeons.Tech. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so Dungeons.Tech is a website I'm building for uh, dungeon masters and game masters to uh, help them run campaigns. So I, this weekend I was working on the uh, auto generation feature of content. So you can click a button and generate a city. And generating that city will generate a handful of random taverns. Uh, and each of those taverns will generate NPCs, and each of those NPCs will get their own stats. Um, and Dang. instead of just taverns, it will also generate black, a blacksmith right now, and it will generate uh, a magic shop. So... The Sweet. next thing, yeah, the next thing I'm going to work on is the magic shop generating magical items uh, for the players to buy. The uh, tavern building a menu. So right now it selects two random beers from a big pool of beers hmm. um, cool. that are on the menu, and then it'll add food. And then the blacksmith, uh, I will probably have random like non-magical weapons and prices for um, prices for like different services, like if a player breaks armor or something like that, how much that costs, just like a quick reference. Um, so it's been fun. I showed it to a coworker today and he thought it was funny that he generated a lawful evil shopkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because it just, uh, I'll, send, I'll, I'll go ahead and pull up the preview link and I'll just send it to you guys. It's not very good yet. Um, Because I'm just working on the functionality, so the user experience isn't there yet. But it's getting there. But um, yeah, I learned a lot about what users were wanting um, in the original version of Dungeons.Tech. So this this is going to be a lot more efficient, I think, for DMs. So like the whole idea is you should be planning your plots and your storyline you shouldn't have to go look for a whole bunch of magical items and generate random npc names and so this kind of takes care of all that for you um right now it's set up to take in a map so you upload a picture as a map it's not very user friendly to not use a map with yet jackson but yeah we're getting there all right i'm doing i'm spawning npcs nice nice do you guys good I got Fabian Samir. Mm. He's a neutral good dwarf. Nice. What's his uh, class? He's a villager, and he has 184 gold, so he's balling. Oh, wow. So, yeah, (laughs) it it generates. It's a very random number of gold. That's the higher end. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah, so it does all the, it'll generate all the random classes as well uh, from D&D. Um, as well as just adds in villager because not everybody's a hero. Yeah. 
Um, Sweet. Next, That's I'm gonna. Add, mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, I'm gonna add in uh, random backgrounds. Oh, so you don't have to from, upload an image from the. Well, no, like uh, player or uh, character backgrounds from the oh, player handbook. But yes, I will add. I'll. I'm gonna create a handful of maps to start the users out with, so they can see it. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I spent my weekend on. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Random, getting a whole bunch of random content or random names and drinks and foods. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pull any uh, beers from from real life? Yeah, I think all the beers are real. No, no. So you, so you can get a Bud Light in the middle of your. You could. <laughs> also, a handful of the city names are real, so I was playing around <laughs> with it, and no joke, Midwest City. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's that cool. happened, but Midwest City was one of the random ones. But and that's a pretty generic name, I guess. But most of them were like very it's obscure. Like, Let's see. Yeah, most of them were very obscure. <laughs> that's funny. All right, let's 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 do it. All right, we're doing this. Whenever y'all ready. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we are playing a module from. Uh, Adventure Awaits Studios. So if you go to Adventure Awaits Studios, I'm sure that is going to be in the description, the website. Um, they have a lot of free modules on their uh, Patreon. Um, they're free. You don't have to subscribe on Patreon. Uh, but there is also, um, he has a book coming out, which he's promoting on his website, um, which looks pretty cool. Uh, the module we are playing, actually, I'm not going to tell you what the module is called because it may ruin some things. Um, Good call. Yeah. But first, uh, Cole Mater, why don't you introduce us uh, to your character? All right. My character, um, his name is Hector. He is a Aarakocra barbarian. Oh. Um, he is all owl. And a hundred percent rage. All owl and a hundred percent rage. <laughs> Is that yes. the random description you got? No, that's just something <laughs> I just came up with. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, I just gave oh. away that you randomly generated a, a character. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah. And Jackson, who uh, who are we getting to meet today? All right. Uh, today you're meeting Buffy, son of Laffy. He's a hill dwarf, uh, barbarian actually. So uh, we have a lot in common with uh hector and mm. i am not an owl though i'm a dwarf um a hundred percent dwarf a hundred percent rage i just came up with that <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> thanks okay so what's your class barbarian so we have two barbarians <laughs> yes <laughs> wonderful i'm ready i'm ready to go okay yeah, i guess we should say that uh me and cole did not discuss our characters ahead of time yeah this was not completely by chance we told cole he was going to be doing this like two days ago yeah if that a day ago yeah so cole <laughs> had a quick turnaround and uh like me and jackson is always down to place in D D. so here we are always cool uh so i'd like both of you to roll initiative for me real quick this what is I not. I do not have dice. Oh my goodness! This is very unprofessional. <laughs> this is not part of the module, by the way. This is just me helping myself make decisions. So, Jackson, thirteen. Thirteen. That's with your dexterity. Or your. 
Yes. Okay, cool. And Cole, are you going to pull um, up? I think he's going to do website dice. <laughs> turned him off and I don't remember how to turn him back on. He was so excited to play D&D, he forgot his dice. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah, okay, good. Cole will be back. <laughs> this is great. What are you drinking? A Yingling Black and Tan. Wow. It's good. Sorry about that. You're good. It's okay, Cole. There's a group they once met in a tavern. They traveled and slayed a big wyvern. What follows is a story leading to their glory. So take a seat and listen as they play a new adventure each week. All right. Roll a natural or a D20? A natural 20, yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I roll a two. Okay. Jackson. Roll. Um, hold on. Roll a d4 for me. All right, two. Okay, you, um, you both enter into the city of Arden, and there's bustling streets. Not the city of Arden, but um, a city in the nation of Arden. And there's bustling streets. It's busy with business. Uh, you see a local tavern, and on the tavern, um, there is a, a bulletin board. Um, a man just went up and nailed something to the door and then walked off. Can I see what he nailed up there? Yeah, sure. Um, there is a fresh parchment just nailed to this bulletin board. Um, it says skeletons um, have begun to rise in the old family in an old family crypt, and we are offering to pay fifty gold pieces for someone to go dispose of them for us. Does it have an address? Uh, yes, it says talk to Jameson McCree in the tavern. And are we at the tavern right now? Yeah, you're just outside the tavern. Um, I guess we need to go in the tavern. Seems like our kind of work. Okay, Hector. Okay, you in the tavern. Awesome. Okay, you uh, you enter and there are four people in this uh, this tavern. Uh, The streets are pretty busy, but um, and it seems pretty pretty slow in this tavern right now. You look and you see a, a burly uh, dwarven man. He's like, Oi, how can I help you all? Would you like some whiskey? Always. All right. Shot of whiskey for you, the bird, and for you, brother. Whiskey. Oh, right. I'm not, I'm not going to talk like this the whole time. <laughs> all right, we got two whiskeys coming right up. Okay, so he turns around, he pours some whiskeys. He's like, that's a silver piece each. So what's a a couple of blokes like you doing in town? Well, uh, we're looking for Jameson McCree. Oh, Jameson, that's me. I'm Jameson McCree. What can I do for you? 
Well, uh, we just happened to read out on this bulletin board. Um, it seems you have a skeleton problem. Oh, yes, that's uh, the family down the street there. Some ways uh, they they're willing to pay someone to go help out with their problem. Are you you sure you two can handle it? We can more than handle it. All right, you seem like a tough couple of people. It's uh, just right down there. It's known as the Davos family crypt. You just go um, straight down the road, right out of town. Um, and the path there is pretty straightforward. You can't miss it. If you just take the west exit uh, and follow the main road out, you'll see a metal gate and a metal fence, and you can just enter the gate there, and um, that's where they say the problem is. They've given me the money, so once you take care of the problem, just come back, and I'll let them know that you saw to it. All right. I guess we can take those whiskeys to go. Uh, all right. Uh, I would like to keep my glasses, though, and it is a silver piece each. I hand over a gold to keep the glasses. Uh, as... Absolutely. You can keep them. Alright, okay. are you ready to go? Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna, yeah, grab my glass and, uh, wink at the bartender. <laughs> oh, pleasure doing business <laughs> with ya. Okay, and you guys take off. So, you go down the road and you leave the main town area. Um, there's just a path that leads straight out of towns, uh, straight out of town. It kind of winds like a snake through uh, the hillside. Right when you leave the town, there's hills all around um, until you come up upon a, uh, a rusted metal fence with a rusted gate. Uh, and it seems all pretty old. Uh, and beyond it is a graveyard. Is the fence open? Uh, no. The gate open? No, it is shut. Does it appear to be locked? Uh, make an investigation check for me. Uh, 19. Uh, it is not locked, however, with that roll, you'll notice the gate is pretty rusted shut. Uh, and it's a big fence, like, um, probably about 10 feet high. All right. Do we see anybody around? Uh, not really. You, uh, there's no one around. You will notice there are, uh, there are like, uh, kind of like drilled out holes in the wall. Um, but there's no one around. It's pretty quiet. You, you got outside of town. You don't even hear town anymore. Okay. Uh, just Hector, break it open. Hector, let, let me handle this one. I'm going to take my battle axe and attack the uh, hinges of the gate. Okay. I will step back. <laughs> make a, make an attack roll. With your battle axe. Seven. Uh, you swing your axe and it catches in the door. Uh, and it kind of sticks. Like it was a solid hit, but you did not hit the hinge and you're just in the door now. I'm just going to let you... go. Okay, so the axe is just hanging there. Yeah, I'm the just going to take a, f take a few steps back and just kind of stand there. Okay. What if we both just run at it full speed? 
Yes, that's a great idea. All right. Okay. Uh, would you like to one of you roll a strength check with advantage, or both of you roll separately? Roll, roll separately. Roll separately. Okay. Oh, I rolled. Uh, okay, hold on. It's a strength check. Uh, yes. Uh, 16. 13. 13, okay. Uh, you both step back and you say one, two, three, and you both charge and jump at the same time and and uh, Jackson, you hit the wall and you just bounce off of it and Cole, your character just plows right through the wall uh, and the axe uh, falls off the door. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Did you hear me, Cole? Me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant Jackson. The axe has fallen on you. On me, gotcha. Yep. Um, that would be a nine. Oh, oh boy. No. <laughs> uh, how much damage does that axe do, Jackson? Um, 1d8 plus 2. Okay, I'm gonna I do, do have advantage on decks against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened, and incapacitated. Yeah, roll again then. Do this. Oh, that's an 11. Uh, I'm rolling damage. Ooh, seven points of slashing damage. Ouch. So, did the uh, did the gate open or did he go the gate, through it? The gate opened, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he hit it really hard and it slammed open and the, uh, the axe fell, fell out as the door kind of um, bent in a way that released the blade. Cool. I'm gonna walk through the gate and pick up my axe. Okay, awesome. And I'm a terrible uh, DM. Cole, what's your character's name again? I'm gonna write this down. Hector. Hector. Okay. Agent Jackson. T O R. Buffy, son of Laffy. Nice. B A F I. Oh, I got it. Thanks. Wonderful. Okay, guys. Um. Hector, are you okay? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. I know my axe is very sharp. <clears throat> it's not the I'm, sharpest plane I've seen. You ain't never seen an axe like that. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um. So you're you're in the graveyard. So okay. looking around, we just see a bunch of graves. Yep. Is there? Do um, we see a crypt? Um, you do see a larger than normal, uh, kind of like a, a large structure. Um, and you also, as you, uh, look further, you do see two skeletons kind of walking around the graveyard area. Uh, just outside of this, uh, brick uh, structure. This looks like the right place. Does. Um, do they seem to notice us at all? Or are uh, they just kind of wandering right now? Uh, nope, they just are kind of wandering around. About how far? Uh, they're about 50 feet away from you. Like The crypt entrance uh, is like in the middle of this graveyard. Um, so you guys are just right at the gate. So 50 feet or so from you all and they didn't seem to like move or anything when you guys made that clamor they're kind of just walking around or yeah, they still just, okay. uh, aimlessly kind of walking around like 
a lost drunk person would look. I'm gonna start walking towards him. You taking him out first? Yes. Okay. It's like the one on the left. Okay, on three. With that, I'm gonna fly up in the air <laughs> above him. You weren't kidding when you said you could fly. <laughs> I wasn't. Okay, you fly up in the air. <clears throat> and whenever I see the Buffy's about to strike, then I will come down right on top of him. Okay. My great axe. You're, you're going to get a surprise round on here because they are skeletons. Nice. Mr. Roll for it. Uh, whoever wants to attack first. I'll go first. Do it. 11. Oh, let's see if that hits. I got my uh, skeleton. Oh, that just misses. What are you swinging with? My battle axe. I picked it back up and that's all I have. Uh, okay, you uh, you swing at it and it misses and it kind of looks at you uh, and it's jaws like open. Um, and you, you notice, oh my gosh, this is a skeleton with no flesh on it. Uh, and uh, Hector, would you like to go ahead and use your action now? Yes, I would like to rage. Okay, rage. Oh, I should have raged. Yeah, you should have raged. And that is a natural 19 for 24. That hits. Roll that damage. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Awesome. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you swing your axe at this thing and you just take out a whole rack of ribs and uh, past one of its elbows and it pulls out its short sword. Um, now let's go ahead and everybody roll initiative after the surprise round. 18. Five. Wow. So initiative's gonna be. <sighs> so Jackson, you got eighteen. Yes. Baffy, sorry. And Someone then uh, Hector, what did you get? Five. <laughs> okay, let me roll for the uh, skeletons real quick. What's their initiative? Okay. Wow, natural twenty. That makes sense. All right. So the, the skeletons will go first. Uh, the one that you just took a chunk out of, uh, Hector, is not too happy with you, so he's going to swing his short sword at you. That is a 17. That'll hit. Awesome. Let's roll that damage. Wow. Uh, that would be three points of slashing damage. Rounded to half. Mm-hmm. So, so what are we doing? We'll one. say one. Yeah. Uh, and the next, the next skeleton that's right next to him will kind of look at you and walk over there, and you'll hear a little clicking noise as he's walking at you. His bones um, hitting against bones. He will pull his short sword out, and that is a 12 to hit. Is that at me? Yep. That misses. Okay. He, uh, he stretches his arm out, uh, and he tries to stab you with his short sword, but it does not go well. Um, Baffy, son of Laffy. Um, it is your turn. So the guy I was close to you walked away? Uh, no, not if you're right next to Hector. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. They're both kind of right, right. right on top of you. Yeah, I'm just gonna attack this guy right in front of me. Okay. Uh, Would you like to rage? Yeah, actually, I'm gonna rage. Okay, and that's a bonus action, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. So now I'm gonna attack this guy, this skeleton. I rolled a 23 to hit. That absolutely hits. Now, remind me, with rage, does that affect my damage? No, it does not. Okay, so six damage. Six damage, okay. Uh, what are you attacking with? The same axe? Yeah, the, right? the same battle axe. Yep. Okay, you you pull uh, you pull the axe uh, back and you take a swing at the same one that you uh, had already taken about half of, or that your uh, your buddy Hector here took that uh, took the arm off of and the ribs off of, and you shatter it, and bones just shatter all over the place. Uh, the next one looks at you, and he is not happy that you just killed his buddy. Um. It will be the skeleton's turn again. He uh, is a little pissed off at you, so he's going to stab at you with his short sword. Oh, wow. And with a natural two, that's going to miss. So yeah, he, that misses. Uh, he, uh, he tries to stab at you, lunges forward, and he kind of stumbles. Uh, and he's in like a, a half crouched pos- position. Uh, it will be whoever's next turn. Which is Baffy, son of Kathy. No. Uh, I believe it'd be Hector. Hector, it's Hector. My bad. <laughs> My turn. It was Laffy. <clears throat> so, after taking that one point of damage, I will get even more mad, and I will attack recklessly at this guy. Okay. So attack advantage. That would be a seventeen to hit. That hits is 15 points of damage. Wow, nice. Um, Max damage right there. And with that, you pull back your your axe and you swing through his neck uh, and you notice a bunch of bone just shatters out from underneath his head and just above his shoulders and his head just falls directly onto his shoulders until his head just slouches forward and there's just a skeletal body there uh, without a head and then the rest of the bones uh, detach from the cartilage and everything, holding them together. There's now just piles of bone around you all. Uh, And seemingly there's no more uh, disruption or noise um, in the place you're at. Well, that was easy. As we go to the crypt. Yes. Yep, and you guys are just outside of it by now. Uh, you see just this large, dark, uh, dark brick um, structure, um, and there is—it's uh, it's open in the front. You'll notice um, the ceilings are about ten foot high. Uh, the floors are neatly cut um, stone and uh, granite, and you do see a door uh, actually it would be like a stairway going down um, to what looks like a door that goes like underground um, before we go down are there any like names or symbols or anything outside of the crypt uh, outside of the crypt um, you will notice uh, 
just in memoriam to the Davos family is written right next to the uh, entrance there. All right. But that's the only writing you see. No symbols or anything? Mm-mm. All right. Okay, I guess we start walking down the stairs. Go kill some more skeletons. Okay. Uh, and it's getting really dark now. Um, there's no light. Does either of you have dark vision? You're not. Yes. Okay. Um, you will notice um, some shuffling down in the room beneath you, but you really don't know what it is. Okay. As we're walking along, uh, Baffy says, Hector, have you ever seen anything like this before? What? How I can't see the... anything right now. Well, I mean, like uh, up there, those skeletons. How how are they being held together? Um, I've seen magic, but I know not how. I just want to kill. <laughs> cool, cool. Same. As we're talking, I'm going to pull out my torch and light it. Oh, nice. Okay. Clutch. Uh, <laughs> it illuminates, and once the torch illuminates and you get to the bottom of this staircase, uh, you will notice... Um, two more skeletons and they didn't notice you. They seem to be pretty chill uh, and not um, like attack you you all. Um, but they're, they're just kind of walking around. Seems kind of weird that they don't notice us when we walk up. Should we try not fighting them? I always like a good fight. I'm going to throw my axe at one. Okay, make a... Do you have a proficiency in ranged weapons? Uh, just just throw... No. Just uh, roll a d20 and add your athletics modifier. 12. Um, let's see if that hits. Uh, you throw your axe at it and it <laughs> just goes right past it. Uh, and it kind of shatters part of the wall. And uh, both the skeletons, skeletons pause, and they kind of hear of a weird noise, uh, and they both turn their heads. I need both of you to roll initiative, please. They're not friendly skeletons. I guess they notice us eventually. Ten. Six. Wow, <laughs> you guys suck. Oh no, my axe is behind them. Yep, and you don't have a weapon. <laughs> Do I have any weapons? No, I only had the battle axe. It's okay. The it's okay. Uh, I got my fists. These guys did not roll very well. Okay. Um, Jackson, what would you like to do? All right. How far away is my axe right now? Uh, it is about 20 feet ahead of you and the, uh, like just past the skeleton. So the skeleton's about 18 feet. And, okay. And are we on. Is it like a decline or is it flat land? Oh, it's just flat. You're in, so you're in like a hallway. You okay. get to the bottom of the stairs and you're just kind of in a hallway. It's about, um, let's see if this specifies. It uh, doesn't specify how wide, but uh, it's about eight feet wide and probably like 40, 50 feet long hallway. All right. And are these skeletons are like pretty tall, like human size? Yeah, they're, they're human-sized skeletons. Okay, I'm going to run at the one between me and the axe and try to slide through his legs. Oh, okay. Get uh, 
Make an acrobatics or athletics check. I'll let that be up to you. Mm, nine. Uh, okay, you you run and you try to slide and you realize, oh, these floors are not very slippery and you just kind of stick. Like, you guys, uh, have you seen The Office where, like, Dwight tries to slide under Jim's legs? Um, yeah. It's that. Just kinda <laughs> yeah. just kinda, you just kind of do that and you kind of yeah. scoot. Uh, and well, what would you like to do? I'm still going to let you have an action. Okay, so uh, I'm like right in you front still, of him? Yeah, you're like right between his legs. You used okay. like, I'll say you used 20 feet of your movement. You Uppercut, have enough. Okay. Um, strike to the jaw. Okay. 15 to hit. Well, you're you're on the ground. You can't reach him. Oh yeah, true. Okay, into the groin area. <laughs> okay. His pubic bone. Yeah. Rolled hit. 15. Uh, that hits. Uh, three. Three points of damage. Wow. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> just a flat amount, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Cole, what would you like to do? I then more than a minute. Yes. So our rage would have worn off. Uh, it... Hmm. Just roll a d20. If you get above a 10, then you still have it. I do not have it. <laughs> okay. But I... will not rage right now. I'm just gonna go up and swing at it with my great axe. Okay. Go for it. The same one that Jackson just punched? Uh... There are two different ones, right? Yeah. One like behind the other, or is it like, like side by uh, side? They're 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 side by side. I'll go for the other one. Okay, go um, for it. That was a ten to hit. Uh, that misses. You uh, you swing and he pulls his arm up uh, and he uh, swings his sword at you. His short sword. He also has a, also has a short sword. Okay. Wow, uh, a natural three. That's not gonna hit. Uh, so he he kind of lunges wow. at you with a short sword, and he misses. The next one's gonna, uh, the the next one that has Jackson between his legs is gonna try to like drop on the top of you. Uh, that's a sixteen. Oh yeah. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna try to pin you, and he's gonna stab you. He definitely stabbed you. Uh, let me roll that damage. Uh, that is a six points of piercing damage, and he's going to try to uh, pin you down. So he's gonna make a strength check, Jackson. Uh, Seventeen. Okay, he uh, he tries to to bear you down, and you like struggle you like freak out you grab his wrist and then you're like oh this is a skeleton it has nothing and you just like push it up pretty easily nice and it'll be your turn uh okay i want to shake him off and then go okay grab my axe. yeah easy enough you uh you, you push him off and you go grab your axe uh, and you, that's i'll say that's all your movement to get up and go get your axe now you have your action is he? He's too far away for me to hit now, isn't he? No. Okay, then I'll hit him. I'm gonna, gonna try to hit him. Oh, yeah, I rolled a natural one, so. Mm, okay. 
Um, I'm gonna roll this. If I get if I get above a ten, you're gonna try to hit you're gonna hit Cole on accident. Hector, I'm sorry. Hector. Oh, and it's a three. Dang, you're uh, lucky. So Hector. you swing extremely wide, uh, and you miss. Uh, and I'll say the axe slipped out of your hand. You're gonna have to pick it up. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna have to use like half of your movement to go pick up the axe next round. Hector. Yes. My turn. Your turn. Yes. All right. I'm gonna drop my great axe and pull out both of my hand axes. Oh shoot! <laughs> I'm gonna start swinging. Um, that would be a fifteen. Fifteen hits. Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Thirteen hits. Roll two ones. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Eight points total. How many points? Eight. Okay. Okay, he's he's still hanging in there. Uh, his buddy, um, who uh, Jackson, I keep forgetting your character's name. Baffy or Boffy. Son of. Laffy or Laffy. <laughs> or Kathy. Or Kathy. Yeah. No, definitely uh, not that. He's gonna swing at you, Baffy, with his short sword. Ooh, does a twelve hit? No. Okay. Uh, he swings at you, and you have no weapon, so you easily just kind of jump out of the way uh, very dexterously. Uh, and he is right up on you. Um, and Baffy, it's your turn. Push him out of the way to get my axe. Okay. Easy enough. Uh, you right. go get your axe. You still have your action. All right. I want to face him and really concentrate this time and line up my shot. I swing okay. the axe and roll a 19. It worked. <laughs> Focusing in real life <laughs> helps your D&D character. Yes. Confirmed. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And that's three points of damage. Three points of damage. Okay. Okay, these guys are still hanging around. Hector, what would you like to do? Attack. Um, Same I'm guy. I'm just going to keep on swinging at this guy with my hand axes. Okay, go for it. That would be a 16 and a 14. Well, that hits. That would be 7 plus 6 would be 13 damage. Wow. Okay, I'll let you uh, choose how you completely obliterate this guy. <laughs> I'm just going straight for the ribs. Straight for the ribs, just clearing yeah, them out? Just, yep. Just okay. one side, then the other. Just hacking. Okay, so you just do a full-on baseball swing. Wait, do you have you have your uh, two ha uh, two hand axes? Two hand axes. Now, right? Yeah. So you just keep like going at it on the ribs, and eventually, like you just shave them thin, and you just see like hips to shoulders and just like a spine. And he kind of just looks at you, and if there could be a sad expression on a skeleton's face, <laughs> this is it. As his imaginary eyebrows just kind of droop and he slouches over um, and bones are just scattered and his buddy right next to him uh, looks at him and just freaks out and he lunges at you with his short sword and a 10 does that hit at me yeah does that hit you uh, no that does not hit okay uh, his failed attempt to avenge his best bud uh, fails and it is back of the roll, Baffy. 
or back to the top of the roll. Uh, I'm just going to walk up and swing my axe, eight to hit. Uh, that misses. You <laughs> you swing your axe at him, and <laughs> man, it is not your day. Uh, you you swing wide again, uh, and he he kind of just watches your, your axe fly by him, and he kind of looks at you like, bro, you're okay? Uh, and Hector, it's your turn. I, I see that my buddy's struggling, so I'm just going <laughs> to go up and sw- start swinging at him, too. Okay. Ooh. Jackson, aren't you? Are you raging? Shouldn't you be? No, because it, it. Oh, you it, did that it, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we sh- I should have. That's fine. Yeah. So I rolled a 20, then a natural one. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a dirty 20. Yeah, you hit. Then the other one was a natural one. So the one that hits is seven damage. Okay. Uh, and. You just kind of look over at your buddy Baffy and just like, no look, just hit this guy with your axe and it just shatters again. Uh, And you see uh, the bones are kind of rolling across the ground uh, and they roll to the walls next to you. And as your eyes follow the wall up, uh, you notice um, there are on this, on the walls in this hall, like plaques with people's names. of deceased family members of the Davos family. So we're out of combat now? Yes, you are out of uh, combat. You notice uh, there's a Joanna Davos, there's an Eleanor, there's a Maxime. I want to reach down and pick up one of the skulls. Okay. Just start holding it up to the other pictures. (laughs) See if any of them match. Oh, they're not not pictures, they're just plaques with names. Plaques with names, okay. Hey, Hector. Hey, I chunked the skull. Hector, are we killing the Davos family? Um, seems they were already dead. I mean, they're skeletons. How alive could they be? And with that, I'm gonna pull out. Um, yeah, they still have. I'm gonna pull out four javelins, and I'm gonna hand them to Buffy <laughs> and say, "I realized you were having some problems. Here are some javelins, and I hand you all four. Thank you. I'm going to take one and grab the two skulls and slide them on one of the javelins like a kebab just to like help carry the skulls. Or trophies. <laughs> nice. We're going to so we can put them back to rest when we're finished. Oh, that too. <laughs> I'm a nice barbarian. Okay. And so behind you, you have the stairs that you just came down to get into this uh, this hall. And just a, uh, before you, there's an opening and it's you have your torch on, uh, but it's still pretty dark in this opening. As you know, there's there's no natural lighting down here at all. Um, the only light is coming uh, from Hector's torch. Keep walking on. Keep on keeping on. Did they say how many uh, skeletons there needed to be cleared out? Um, thinking about it, we didn't get much information. I just I saw that fifty gold pieces and that's all yes. I needed. Being skeletons, how hard could it be? Well, apparently, I mean, for me, it's really hard to hit them. But yeah, well, I mean, you're only hitting half a person, so <laughs> it's true. It's much harder, harder to hit. That's true. Okay, what are you guys doing? Just walking on. That's so just a hallway that we're in. Uh, it's a hallway, and then there's a an opening to the next room. Let's go into that room. Yeah. Okay. Once uh, once you guys enter, we will see what happens. 
Uh, Baffy, does a four hit you? No. Okay. Hector, does a 17 hit you? It does hit me. Okay, yeah, I had, had to humble you a little bit. Okay. We'll roll my damage here. Oh, boy. Four points of piercing damage. Uh, and as uh, another skeleton leaps out and stabs you uh, with its with his short sword, uh, and another skeleton lounges uh, at Baffy and misses him. Um, let's keep the initiative from last time. Baffy, it's your go. All right, as the skeleton misses me on his way, like past me, I'm going to swing my axe, try to hit him in the back of the head. All right, roll to hit. 18 to hit. That absolutely hits. Here we go, the redemption. The redemption. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage, okay. Uh, so javelins. Was that with the javelin? Oh, no, it's supposed no, to be with my it's axe. It's just that confidence. Oh, <laughs> no, oh yeah, it, yeah. it's with the axe. Uh, <laughs> so you you swing your axe and you take out one of his arms and now he just has one arm. Um, Hector, your turn. Um, I will just pull out my great axe and just try to cleave into it. Okay, which one? There's two of them. The one that attacked you? Yes. The one okay. That you can't hit me and get away with it. Uh, 23 to hit. <laughs> yes, that hits. That would be... Five plus... Three, eight damage. Eight damage? Okay. Um, skeleton that uh, Jackson just hit is going to sorry, Baffy Baffy yeah. just hit is going to go after him I have a question, do skeletons have dominant hands? Um, make a intelligence check I would think so Five um, <laughs> It's hard to tell uh, you know the, the arm that you cut off just now was not the one that had his short sword in it Okay uh, so he is attacking you with that. Um, this dominant hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does a 14 hit? Uh, that ties. Uh, yeah, so we're going to say it hits. Okay. Um, we're going to say it hits, and you'll take half the damage. That's fair. I can't remember what the real rule roll is, but we're going to go with it. Okay. Uh, seven, so round down, three points of piercing damage. Cool. I think the real rule is that it hits, but our house rule has always been half. Yeah. Yeah. Hector. Uh, uh, just... Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Yeah. Did you just go, Baffy? No, my skeleton. No, I got hit. Swinging. Skeleton the two. Skeleton. So, yeah. The next yeah. skeleton is gonna go after you. After me? Uh, he's he's gonna go for you. Um, a fourteen. Uh, that's my AC. All right. So, uh, I'll roll in. Do half the damage. Wow, that was a d20. That's not the right dice. I was like, wow, look at the damage. Oh, boy. Uh, eight and half, so four points of piercing damage. Uh, why is it half? Uh, wasn't 14 your AC? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and now, Baffy, back at the top of the order. All right. Hit this mofo again. The one that's right in front of me, uh, 23 to hit. Yep. 
Come on, come on. Six damage. Okay. Uh, how do you want to end this dude's yes. life? All right. I want to turn my axe sideways so it's like a big flat. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a tennis racket. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to hit him like right in the chest. I want to see everything shatter. Okay, yeah. Easy enough. It just completely like... Like you just hit a vase with a baseball bat. Yes. Yeah. There's uh, there are bones everywhere, uh, and the other guy next to him, again, looks really annoyed with you guys. Uh, Hector, you got the one left standing in front of you, and he's looking pretty rough. All right. Well, we're gonna swing at him. Swing. That would be a twenty-one to hit. That hits. And that is six more damage. All right. Uh, how do you want to kill him? I'd like to just do like a clean, like uppercut. Like through the chin? Try to, yeah, no, try to hit all those bones going up and just try <laughs> to launch the head as high as I can. Nice. Okay, nice. let's go ahead and make a strength check. Okay. That would be a 14. 14, okay. Uh, you hit it and it hits the roof. Uh, nothing crazy happens, though. Um, he dies. The dead thing dies. Uh, and with that, you notice you're in... Um, you're in a, what would you would know as like a crypt. There are two uh, halfway open uh, coffins off on the side. Uh, and other than that, there are... Yeah, so there's two large coffins, um, and then the two dead skeletons now. Uh, and there is uh, a door leading to the next chamber. Dean, quick question. Yes. Since we just made these characters and we didn't really have an inventory, do we have <laughs> anything to heal? Or are we just... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, uh... Since, since you're two barbarians, um, you know what? This is, uh, this is Dungeons and Dragons, and you guys have just been murder hobos and haven't done any searching of the area or anything like that. So I'm gonna, what I'm going to do now is let each of you roll, and if you get above, uh, I'm going to say get above a 12 you get a potion of healing. Right, I'll let both of you each roll. Right. Cole, go ahead. And this is only for one. You can't each get one. 17. 17. All right, that's so good I enough. I can't get one? Nope, just one. Dang, I shouldn't have let him roll first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that potion was not here, but you uh, you did remember, ah, I had bought a potion. How are you guys looking, you by the looking? way? Bossy. What was that, Hector? Are you looking pretty hurt? Oh, I'm not, I'm looking not, all right. I look, I have like a bruise on my uh, my right cheek, and my pants are kind of torn, but I'm doing just fine. Right. I think I'm gonna take this potion if that's all right with you. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you need it. How bad? How bad yeah, are you, Hector? I'm at 13 out of 29. Oh, yeah. I'm at 26 Jeez. out of 35. <laughs> um, what are regular healing potions again? 2D? 
2d4 plus 2? Uh, or shoot, I don't know. One. Healy potion, 5e. 2d4 uh, plus 2. two. <laughs> There's actually something uh, here that I need to look up. So we're going to take a quick break uh, and then we'll be right back. Okay, yeah. and we're back. We are in this uh, second chamber. You just, you guys just entered the uh, the family crypt. You uh, you went to the main, a big room, and then you went through a hallway, and you just entered um, the second room. Um, and in the second room, you see the two large coffins, um, and you just killed two skeletons here, uh, and there is a door going into the next room. Is the door and back behind the coffins? Uh, the coffins are to the left and right of you. Okay. Like, this is a little wider. Like, this isn't a hallway. It's a little bigger. Um, and the door is straight ahead. Actually, this is a little smaller than the most than the previous room. But yeah, the, uh, the door is straight ahead. Um, I want to go search the coffins, see if I find any items. Okay. Uh, I'll search the one on the left. Okay. I'll go to the okay, one each on the of right. you make investigation checks. <laughs> 17. Or. Okay. Um, so, Baffy, you find. Wow, pretty terrible. Four silver pieces. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go. I did. Oh, let me roll another d12. Hold on. Sorry. So you got four plus another d12. There we are. That's 10 more. So 14 total. Nice. Uh, and Hector, let's. I'm just going to roll. Uh, roll a four. 2d12. Yeah. I'm going to just do a d12 for you. And see how many silver pieces you find. You find seven silver pieces. So, so far, you guys are at a profit. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, no, Col uh, he paid a gold. He paid a gold what, piece. That's right. What's the exchange rate? Ten I think silver ten silver pieces gold. to uh, a gold. Okay. See, I'm just yeah, up because you paid for my whiskey. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down three. Okay. Three uh, so that's uh, that's all that room is. Through the that's door. Isn't everything we see in that room? No, like, names Yeah, that's or... it. There's nothing on the walls or anything. Yeah. No. Onward. Hector, okay. do you think it's strange when we kill one skeleton, the other one is noticeably upset? I feel like these skeletons shouldn't have emotion. Um, I mean, they're all family, I would assume. Would you be sad if your family died? Do you think that's... I think... Yes, unless I was a skeleton, but I don't. Maybe I just don't understand um, what what you call magic. Magic works. Uh, in go ahead, make ways. Uh, and both of you make Arcana checks or medicine checks, whichever is better. So Arcana. I think it's wisdom or intelligence. Seven. Okay, seven. Six. And Hector. <laughs> uh, wow, so proficient. <laughs> Um, I don't know how skeletons can have feelings too. Yeah. Skeletons can have feelings too. That's kind of that's what your your thought is. They're, um, so this still next, half alive. <laughs> yeah, half half the emotions. Alive. There's uh so this next room, 
This next room is wide, uh, and there are doors on each side of you. A door on the left, a door on the right, and a door directly in front of you. They're shut. They're and shut doors. Yeah, there's nothing the else. Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is a, like an antechamber, like a, a foyer uh, type of room. It seems like it's kind of a main entrance. It goes off into different other rooms. A vestibule. Sure. Hector, I think we should split up. <laughs> we will take the third door. That's true. Okay, let's stick together. All right, math. The third. Let's go. Let's go left. All right. Is there okay. anything on the doors, uh, you... or is it just like a plane? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there would probably be a better <laughs> way to do this. Uh, it's a straight up door. And looking at the other two, there's. Is there any like nothing, uh, on, nothing on them? It's just a like a wooden door. There's no like uh, like map set up kind of like at a mall they have the map you uh, are directory <laughs> yeah make make a perception oh, there's check. a map i knew it or investigation check Ooh, natural 20. uh there is no map with a natural oh. 20. however um <laughs> the the door that is directly that was directly in front of you guys when you guys just entered was a little more decorated um, and you can hear, um, you can hear noises coming out of the, uh, the rooms to the left and right. And if you give me just a second, um, yeah, so you can hear, you can hear shuffling coming from the doors to your left and right. Uh, and then the, the door that's directly in front of you, that's a little more fancy, doesn't have shuffling in it that you can hear. Okay. Can Hector hear this? No. Hector, I think, think we should go. Uh, I think this this one right in front of us. I, f I feel like I hear stuff in the other ones, kind of like skeletons moving around. To be clear, was our objective to kill all the skeletons, or to find something specifically? Mm -hmm. Your objective was to. Your Just, objective uh, was to clear, uh, clear the dead, um, and information is always good. So put the put the dead back in their resting place. I feel like oh. we should we should find the source of this Maybe magic gin. Yeah, you will you will know without with just your normal arcana um Hector that something magical or outerworldly would be animating dead. This doesn't just happen. We find the source they all die again. And I think that source is through this middle door right here. Let's lead onward. All right, I walk up to the decorated door. Okay. Does it have a door handle? It has a handle and it's locked. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn around and say it's locked. I'm going to run at it. Busted <laughs> 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 it. Open. Yeah, okay. This worked well the first time. Make a strength check. Yep. <laughs> That's a 20. Yeah, that does it. Uh, and the door busts open. Uh, and a right when you open it, you will notice um, this is like a, a, a nicer room, kind of like a, a shrine type of area. And there, uh, right on the opposite side of where you entered, 
um, there's like a platform uh, and like curtains coming up to it. It's just like really nice, just like an altar. Um, and that'll, that'll be on the, the, the complete opposite side. And then there is uh, inside of it a coffin. Uh, and the lid of the coffin has been smashed. Uh, and in the corner, there is a small, or not a small, like a medium humanoid eyes, uh, humanoid creature hunched over um, what looks like a fresh corpse, like a person who was alive maybe hours ago. Uh, and this creature didn't notice you guys bust in. It's just like going to town on this body, eating it. I think we found the source. Hmm. Um, oh. We kill or we look first. We kill. It? kill. Uh, we... Let's kill it. No, let's let's talk to it. Um, how tall is the ceiling? Uh, about ten feet. Okay, never mind. Ten feet. Right. Let's try words first. I'm just gonna yell. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Oh, oh, you yell, you yell, yell, hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, you, you hear it. Don't think he hears you. And then it, and then it pauses and it stops and it turns around uh, and you see these glowing blue eyes and this uh, rotting flesh creature, um, very ghoulish features looks, uh, looks up at you and it has an arm in it or uh, yeah, an arm in its mouth uh, and it drops the arm. Uh, and it opens its mouth and just lunges towards both of you, making an uh, roll for initiative. Trying to talk to it. Nine. Twenty-two. Nice. Okay, Hector. Um. So how far away is he? Uh, at this point, like fifteen feet. He's obviously aggressive now. So I will close the distance and I would like to rage. Okay, rage on. I will swing with my reckless, reckless attack. Okay, and this means attacks against you get advantage, correct? Yes. That would be a 12 to hit. Uh, A 12 just hits. 13 hits, no problem. That would be 11 points of damage. Okay. Um, And Baffy, you're up. Oh, sweet. I'm going to swing my axe up from down under, try to catch him on the upswing. Okay. And uh, 22 to hit. That hits, no problem. Sweet. That's going to be nine points of damage. Nine. I'm going to go ahead and rage. After you attacked it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Technically, it doesn't um, matter. Okay. Uh, the goal... <laughs> the, the goal is going to uh, bite at you, Hector, with advantage, correct? Uh, yes. Because of Reckless. Wow, that's another three. And a 17. That'll hit. Okay. Yeah, he's going to, uh, he's going to bite at you. Now we're talking real dice here. 
Uh, that's 11 points. Reduced to five. Yeah. It's unreaching. Of piercing damage. Uh, and then it'll be your turn. All right. Seeing, seeing that, I will drop my great axe and pull out my hand axes and start swinging mm-hmm. recklessly with those. All right, go for it. Luckily I did, that's a 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. And a 14 to hit. Um, that hits. Lovely. It's 12 damage. All right, how do you want to end its non-alive life? So there is flesh and stuff on him? Yeah, yeah, he's a very, very much of a zombie. Alright, then I, I gotta go for the head. Hmm. Just, just a hand axe right right in the between the eyes. It's glowing blue eyes. Nice. Okay, nice. Uh so you bury your axe in its head and it's just like eyes cross and it's like and then it falls back. And it's dead, and it's calm. Um and there's a there's a coffin uh, next to like the the hanging sheets that are uh, hanging from the ceiling, and there is the um, the the dead body that it was feeding on. Um, and yeah, there you go. You got this this room to yourselves. It seems. Okay. Uh, how I want to inspect the body, see like how decomposed it is. Has it been dead for a long time? Yeah, it's been dead for a while. Go ahead and make a medicine check to see how how dead it is. Eight. It's dead. <laughs> it's been dead from somewhere to at least months. Hector, this body's been this this body's been dead for months. But it looks like <laughs> there's not much flesh on it. <laughs> yep. So there's so, the coffin, and then there's the dead, the other dead body that it was feasting on. Is the call? Because you said like there's an altar. Is that like the coffin, coffin? Is the coffin's like on the altar? Okay, gotcha. And the dead body's in the coffin. No, the dead, the dead body's next it. to it. Okay. It's like in front of it. Which um, that one, it's pretty easy to tell. It's freshly dead, like hours. Freshly dead. Mm-hmm. I'll appear in the coffin real quick and see if I see anything in there. Uh, you do look in uh, the coffin, and there, uh, there's a nice sword in there. It has some jewels on it. Uh, it seems that this belonged to someone important. The sword. That's all that's in it. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna take the sword, Hector? Should I? If you don't, I am. That is that bad? Said so we shouldn't put everything to rest that includes swords just people just just people and bones swords are okay okay you can have the sword all right i grab the sword okay you have this cool sword <laughs> no i thought something a, was gonna happen it's a plus one sword nice wait um okay i want to go back out to the uh the foyer and listen again and see if it sounds like, you know, all that noise I was hearing stopped. It's still going. H- Hector, we're not done. 
on a, is there any symbols or anything around or buffing? Uh, no symbols, but the freshly dead body does have a satchel on it. I'll look in the satchel. There we go. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I definitely wasn't going to search that part. <laughs> uh, so the satchel says Gorgas written on it really nicely. Um, so you would assume the satchel belongs to a young man named Gorgas. I think um, this is Gorgas. And when you open the satchel, you'll see just a little journal in there. Uh, and the journal will talk about um, how he joined this cult called the Cult of Durgan. Um, and their goal is to bring their master back from years ago, back to uh, back from the dead. Um, and they need the skull of this old cleric Davos to complete the ritual. Uh, and whenever you finish reading this journal entry over uh, a few paragraphs, you look up and you notice the coffin um, was crushed and there's no body in the coffin. Um, make a no you don't have to roll for this uh you'll also notice in the very back page of the journal there's a map uh and it's a map of the town you guys just left and it seems to uh lead to a hideout like there's literally just a line from the crypt through streets and then an arrow that says hideout where um, you would assume this cult hideout is, and that's no. where we, that's where we're gonna go ahead and end this. Sorry, what were you gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Um, okay. Yeah. So nice. Uh, what was you guys' thoughts, real quick? I have plenty of thoughts, but I would like to hear y'all's. Uh, Cole. Oh, okay. All right. I'll I'll lead this. Uh, I liked it. It was fun. Um, I'm confused on was. Was the zombie Davos? Yeah, I'm confused on that too. <laughs> Is it, or maybe he's back at the hideout or something. Yeah, but, so I, I do know that part. So to listeners, um, spoilers. Spoiler yeah, so here, let me, let me give you guys the... Let me go ahead and... Cole, I want your opinions real quick while I go get to the, the main description here. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it's maybe like your first time getting into D and D it's not too much. It's not too yes. overwhelming. As a first time DM skeletons are really easy to run later in the, sure. later in the module you run goals and gas. And it could just be us running barbarians, but there wasn't <laughs> a whole lot of talking or it wasn't too much role play. Yeah. Way, and so yeah, could be something easy to get into with, kind of nervous on getting mm -hmm. into yeah role playing games like this for sure yeah the the hardest part about these is um we we didn't have set up characters or anything so it was kind of hard to just jump in uh one thing i like about all of um adventure await studios stuff is they always have these three adventure hooks every single one there's a different way for your players to join in to this the storyline which i think okay. is it's really good um it was hard for it was hard for me though just because it was i didn't know what you guys were coming at coming at me with character wise 
Yeah, you never would have guessed two barbarians. Yeah, I <laughs> wouldn't have. I like it though. I kind of want to. I, I want to follow Hector and Baffy now. Yeah, we so. also need to figure out if we like we could take these characters into the next one. Yeah, you could, or, or just uh, get new ones. But yeah. Um. So what was what was actually happening here is it was called the Unquiet Dead. That's the name of the module. Um. It's meant for level one characters and you will reach level three by the end. I thought I would let you guys do level three characters so you would plow through the uh, the skeletons and get deeper in. Um, uh, so so combat for this one was fairly quick and smooth because of that. Uh, I think it would have posed a little more of a challenge to a party of like four level ones or something. Um, does it on it? Does it say like how many people? Uh, just an average party level of one so i i would suggest this would be a good good one for any amount of level one i would say um just beef up your skeletons or add more skeletons like add more hit points to them or just add more skeletons if your players seem to really like that yeah that's i felt like i could be stupid and like throw my axe because i didn't feel threatened at all yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good one. I would say this is for new DMs and for new players, like a solid seven. Sure. Um, so let's go ahead and give the story real quick. Uh, long ago, a devil named Durgan uh, came to our world. Um, he brought with him fire and brimstone, and a cult arose around him. Together, they spread fear and death across the land. Eventually, Durgan was slain by a cleric of the light, a man named Davos, um, sealed his bones away beneath a temple and placed divine words on it to prevent Durgan's cultists from reaching him. Many years passed, and the Davos family succumbed to old age. His body laid to rest in his family crypt. The cult of Durgan, ever vigilant, saw this as an opportunity to resurrect their uh, dark messiah. They pillaged his skull from its resting place and subsumed it in profane energy, the very act of which caused the dead around them to rise as an undead horror's now they cool. work to undo the wards that bar them from their master's bones. Unless our heroes uncover the plot and reach the temple in time, Durgan will return and darkness will envelop the land. For now, though, the players only know that the dead have risen in an ancient family crypt and there's good coin to be made putting them back down. What were you saying, Jackson? Oh, I just said that was cool. Yeah, the story is very cool. Um like this would be a really good story arc to start out with from level one to three. For sure. For sure. So I guess like after this, you go fight the cult themselves. Yeah. So what happens next? You, you get through the family crypt, you go back to town, you would get your gold and you would get extra gold because you uncovered this information. Um, and then to the you, hideout. Yep, yeah. you could follow that or you could not do anything. Uh, so there's the cult hideout. I have a whole map for the hideout. Um, it's very similar to what you just did in that um, the family crypt, except uh, let's see what these are. There's cultists. So in the player's handbook, you have cultists that you're fighting against. Um, 
which I think are a little harder than skeletons. Some um, of those, I think, would use magic things. Yeah. So, so it will get a little harder, but by the time you get to that, you're going to be on session two uh, as a DM. So, um, we're, you may be able to get through all of that in a session, I would say. Just read up on them and have everything written down for any spells or anything that they're doing. Um, so one thing is this thing was talking about, there's like, you guys could have searched any of those bodies and got like silver pieces. Um, the skeletons? Yeah, the skeletons would have had like silver pieces. Um, there's treasure. There's like a smuggler's yeah, cache in the cult hideout. Yeah, I don't know where they hide it, but... <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys would have went to the cult hideout, fought your way through that. Um, you would have gotten to an altar um, where there are cultists. Uh, let's see. The focal point of this chamber is a small altar amongst the eastern wall. Three figures stand before it chanting. The center figure's robes are more ornate than his companions, so he's an alkalite uh, cultist. So you guys would fight these dudes having some seance. Um, so after that, you would fight them. You'd go into another room. It's just an empty room. And then there's a chamber called the dead chamber. Um, and in there, there's a ghast, which is pretty much a goal, but a little nastier, more hit points. So it just keeps getting harder and harder. Um, does, on there, does it have like any way to like keep track of leveling up or experience or anything? Uh, it does say y- y- you would be after you finish the first like arc, after you come back to town, after you've cleared out the family crypt. Um, it says if the characters do not wish to follow up on the map as a lead, they can return to whoever gave them the quest and receive their award of 50 gold pieces. They will earn enough experience points to reach halfway to second level. So that is good, okay. each little That's arc. Good. So yeah. you guys would have you guys would have got halfway to level two. Nice. Um, yeah, so this actually doesn't mention any extra gold. I think you get extra gold if you were to go clear out the cult hideout. Um, so do you think that's, since we started at level three, is that why it was... Yeah, if you guys were level one, yeah, if you guys were level one, it would have been a little harder. For sure. Um, But eventually you would, um, you would get to the cultist. It looks, um, you would, you would follow cults to, let's see, how do we, you'd get to the dead chamber. So after you clear out the uh, cult hideout, you'd get to second level. You will uncover evidence. I can't find it right now, but you'll end up going into some swamps if you follow the evidence in this throughout the cult hideout where you will eventually face off against the big bad. Yeah. It's sure. pretty much just dungeons. There's, there's not many yeah. like social encounters. It's all just hack and slash. Yeah. You end up is, fighting uh, Durgan himself, right? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah and uh, I read over all this a, like a couple weeks ago when I first saw it. Um, but I didn't, I only read through like the first part for this because I knew we wouldn't get past it, but, uh, like the story's good. It's just, 
Um, maybe add a little extra if if you're an experienced DM, add a little extra flair to the dungeons. Yeah, I think it's a good starting out thing, but um, maybe even like just use this as because they have really cool story elements to it. I think so. You could use it as inspiration for something if you wanted to. Also, you mm, could add yeah, in your own creatures you can... or different things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I will say. I actually used the beta version of Dungeons.Tech for some of this to generate some some stuff. But uh, I would say if you're a new DM, come in and have some like NPCs ready and the tavern ready and stuff because undoubtedly your players will want to talk to people. Um, but yeah, this is a good one. It's it's very well outlined. The maps, all of, uh, all of Adventure Await Studios stuff um has maps and everything and there's numbers that go in the map and my pdf here has correlating paragraphs to those numbers so it's pretty good just like you don't have to be too prepared but be prepared as best you can what was in uh the other rooms on the side just more skeletons yeah more skeletons those were kind of red herrings i mean you could have got some loot yeah from those let's see yeah so yeah you would have just fought skeletons and got silver the family shrine was the main part that's why i tried to uh jazz it up a little bit like the door wasn't decorated um but i said it was decorated (laughs) (laughs) nice um also it says you're supposed to beat a dc wait what's you're supposed to beat a dc of something with your thieves tools Mm. Um, to break into that room, um, but I just <laughs> I just used a DC twelve strength check. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cool. That was fun. If you I only have a few characters, then it's hard to. Only certain people are really good with your mm-hmm. thieves tools. So yeah, and knowing when what party characters of, can do. Yeah, yeah. Kind of change that on the fly. When you're a party of barbarians, you just knock doors down. Every door you guys face, you just knock down. <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping you didn't bust through it the first time and then I'd be, you know, we'd do it together and then get through it or something. Mm-hmm. Like the, with the, the game. Work. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's fine. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. Uh, I'd say it's it's good, though. I really like Adventure Weight Studios. I'd highly recommend. He has a ton of modules out there. So he, she, they... Um, I don't know who they are, but they have some good stuff. I think I may have found him on Reddit. Uh, his name is Benjamin. Really? Did some yeah. research, did you? Yep. All right, Cole. Well, thanks, Cole for, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for joining. Oh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Always cool to hang out with friends. Yep, absolutely. Hopefully this won't be the last time you join us. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Bring back those no. barbarian bros. Yeah, those barb bros. That's what... It's what we always call ourselves. Always. Cool. Cool. All right. Bye. All right. Later, guys. Three, two, one. This show is part of the Pencil Rocket Network. Visit PencilRocketNetwork.com to check out our other shows. Have a nice trip. We have Hey, did you enjoy that one shot you just heard? Would you like to run your own? 
If you visit dungeons.tech pod and enter your email address, we will send you free modules that we created, as well as links to our favorite modules from the community. That's dungeons.tech pod.